When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Paulie Malinaji here, and I'll be talking on Big Fight Preview about Lawrence Acoli versus David Light in the always changing cruiserweight division. Now, for me, at this stage of my life and career, it's about building legacy and getting more belts. March 25th, we go live all the way from Manchester Arena. Lawrence Ocoli defending his cruiserweight title against David Light that comes all the way from New Zealand. Welcome, this is Big Fight Preview. And as usual, my partners in crime, Paul Malinaji, Chris Algeri. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. And let's get to the point, cruiserweight division. We've always talked about this division being like the pit stop between light heavies and the big money, heavyweight money. But these guys are really giving us a show. We haven't seen such a stacked cruiserweight division in such a long time. We have these two guys very similar in age, uh, a little bit of a difference in, in weight. Big difference for me in height. But moreover, let's talk about corners and fight styles and experience. Let's start with Okoli because, of course, he, he just got his world championship a, two years ago. He had a long layoff, and now he's coming back into such a big arena. How difficult might that be? Yeah, well, I mean, he's been working with Sugar, Sugar Hill, and I believe that he's improved greatly his last couple of fights. Now, he's had, he's had the year layoff, of course, but layoffs aren't always the worst thing for a fighter. I mean, I, I like a guy when, At they're 30? Sta- when they're staying busy. I like when guys are staying busy. But he had his world title. He had, he had you know, obviously the, the pandemic was happening and all, all around that. A lot of us had a lot of time off. But he's also got a new coach. He has the time to be in the gym and, and work on that style. I, I don't like when a fighter changes trainers and he has, he has one camp with the coach. Oh. Because I don't think you're, it's enough time to enact the changes that are necessary when you're in a firefight. So now he's had more time with Sugar Hill. And like I said, he's been improving his last couple of fights. I'm curious to see how much of that training and that time off he's going to be able to bring into this fight against the undefeated, undefeated Light. Yeah, and David Light talking about a young man who's coming all the way from... Uh, New Zealand with a trainer that has been with him his whole career. Uh, interestingly enough, we've seen the David Tuas of this life, the Joseph Porkers of this, Parkers of this life, that we know their their grit, their courage, and just flat out heart. Look at his record. He's undefeated in 20 fights. He's 31 years old. He's 6'2". When we're talking about a three-inch difference, is that a big deal? Especially at that level? Well, if a guy knows how to use his height, Okoli knows how to use his height. He's got an awkward movement around him. He doesn't have the quickest feet, but, you know, he, 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 he's, got, he's got shots that he throws from weird angles and whatnot. So, of course, the height and reach could come into play a little bit for, for light. And for me, if he, if he allows it to come into play, it's not going to be a good night for him. He's going to have to try to eliminate that by trying to get in close. Easier said than done because you've got to get through that kind of firepower. You've got to get evade things on the way in. But I think if he gets in... That's got to be his key to victory. Uh, um, I don't think he can box on the outside with a Coley. Because if you're boxing somebody on the outside, you're looking to time them. You're looking to, you know, be technical with them. It's hard to be technical and time a guy who's awkward like a Coley. 
and neither one of them are very quick. They're not very fast-footed or fast-handed. They're going to come right at each other, but the difference is going to be the length and the power. I think mm -hmm. Okoli is, is the harder puncher, uh, so he's got to have to make the fight his kind of fight. And I think, you know, whenever you fight a, like a puncher, you know, we, we spoke about this many times, well, is it, you got to set a pace that they're not ready for. Because Okoli's got to be set to punch, you, need, you know, as most punchers need to. And they also need time to rest and recharge. Mm -hmm. I think if Price can really put that pressure on, he's going to have to be in phenomenal shape. Um, you know, he can he can find spots to be to be uh, to be victorious or to, to be at an advantage. We we were talking, you know, right before we started the show about corners, and you mentioned something very important. Hill coming into the corner. Uh, it's been about a year that they've been working together, not necessarily competing, but training. You know, fight plan, and now we're talking about uh, Coach Isaac Peach, who's been with um, Light his whole career. How big of a difference is that? When when you were mentioning that you like chemistry, they know each other, they've worked together, I, but flying hours between Hill yeah. and Peach. No, I think that that comes into play as a, as a bit of a little advantage for Light as well. There's something he can at least take into his locker, so to speak, into his bag of tricks. You know. You look at it on paper, okay, Hill has the, there's the more prestigious trainer. So obviously everybody's going to be talking about the fact that uh, Coley trains with, with Sugar Hill. But having a guy in your corner that you've been with your entire career, that chemistry works very well. Because he, mm -hmm. he's guided David through his whole career through different fights. We, had, we saw him here in the Brendan Glanton fight, which was a very close competitive fight. And we saw Isaac Peach do a great job of guiding uh, David Light through that fight and, and getting him to, to victory on the road. And... So they can have they they both have that experience together, going on the road, winning on the road against a home fighter, and so things like that they can kind of take into their bag of tricks, like I said, and and go in go to England uh, with a basis to have confidence. Even if people are saying, "Oh, Coley's going to win this fight," and if he is the favorite, they can have some self belief in themselves based on what they've experienced together and the success they've had together. We're, we're going to have a chance to speak with Isaac Peach later on in the show. Uh, he's kind enough to join us. Of course, because I got two champs on my table. And, and talking about champs, one thing is to be the one challenging for the title. Another thing is when you are the champ in such a quick, fast pace, which has been Okoli's career, but you're also training with none other than Tyson Fury. Hello. How much can you absorb and really implement when you're working day to day, shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder with somebody like Tyson Fury and then bring it down to the to the ring for your own fight. Well, I think that's twofold. Generally, when a fighter becomes world champion, they they their game tends to elevate. They everything around them steps up. Their their team steps up, their camp steps up, the what what they're what they're available to them steps up. And then you've got that. Tyson Fury is now right next to you. You're hitting bags and you got Tyson sweat hitting you. you know, that, <laughs> Slapping that, you. That means something. Who you train with helps elevate your game as well. So with Akoli, I, you know, we got a year off. He's got a new coach. He's training. He's a world champion. He's training with Tyson Fury. There's a lot of intangibles here that aren't going to show until fight night and he's under those lights. And we could see a whole different guy. I'm, I'm looking forward to see it because I, I've seen his progression over the past couple of years. And I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. So if he can step that game up from even there, this could be a, an excellent showing. What, I'm talking to two champs that at one time were challenging the champions. From your standpoint and the opportunities you had, how intimidating was it to know the type of corner, the type of trainer, the type of experience the other fighter had? Because there was a time that you were well, also the underdog. Well, you're always thinking about certain things. Uh, I can remember... Uh, when I fought Love Morendo for my first world title, I remember he had a, uh, he was 
uh, under the Al, Al Heyman's uh, uh, management team, right? And so I remember that act played into, into it more than anything else. He had his team that was from Australia. I wasn't too familiar with his team, but I can remember thinking, okay, he's an Al Heyman fighter. I've got to, I've got to hope I, I can win that. this fight, you know? And then in the, the, the second world title that I won with Sinchenko, Sinchenko had Freddie Roach he trained with. Now, Freddie didn't come to the, to the fight, Thankfully, because you know he had he had to work with Manny Pacquiao, you know. Oh you know? man! Uh, so he had to leave. He, he, he so Sanchenko worked uh, in the gym with Freddie, but uh, with a uh, with Freddie. But then uh, Freddie couldn't come over to Ukraine because he had to attend to Pacquiao. So so you know, and that was something on my mind, of course, because I, at the time, actually, I used to train a wild card myself, and I remember I was not even able to train at the wild card gym because Sanchenko was training there. So so you know, it, it comes into play. But you always try to find a way to make it motivate you. Because once you're there, listen, you got to make the, the best and the most of everything. And so you need to find some fuel for it, you know. Uh, so anything that might be intimidating, you've got to channel it in a different way and make it fuel you. I know yeah. you got something to say. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking about my own career. You, 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 <laughs> you mentioned Freddie Roach, and I'm like, and Freddie and I are actually very good friends now. But my first world title fight against Ruslan Vanikov, Freddie was, was the trainer of Ruslan, was in the corner. And I remember we made it a thing in our gym. My coach is like, oh, this, this, this is the guy. They're all they're going to highlight him. He's like, well, we're going to go in there and we're going to beat him. We're going to beat his guy. And, and he took it like he was going to beat the coach. So there is something to that, thinking mm -hmm. about who's in the opposite corner and preparing for that. I didn't think of it like, oh, wow, I have Hall of Famer Freddie Roach in the corner. I was like, I'm looking at it like I'm going to beat someone who has, has a Hall of Fame trainer. So it, it, it's just how, how you look at it. And then when we fought Pacquiao, it was kind of like a rematch. Like, well, we beat him once. We'll do it again. Didn't work out the second time. Well, but you got a chance to do it, though. Yes. Not many people do. And I know you guys know these two fighters very well. I'm going to send you to the ring because I want you to tell me what they need to do to take the win on March 25th because we're going to have this fight live right here on Pro Box TV. We're going to go for a short break, but when we come back, we're going to have my guys, my champs, telling us exactly who needs to do what to take that W. We'll be right back. Probox TV, your boxing channel. We are Probox TV, the only one dedicated to boxing. Twice a month on Wednesdays, it's live boxing and studio news coverage of the top stories in the sport. Daily talk shows with the champs breaking down the sport like no one else. This is what fight fans deserve. Finally, boxing has a home. Probox TV, your boxing channel. Twice a month on Wednesdays, it's live boxing, streaming, and on demand, free on ProBox TV. Wednesday night is now your fight night. Good fighters in great fights. This is what boxing fans deserve. ProBox TV, your boxing channel. All the way from Manchester Arena, Lawrence O'Coley against... David Light that comes all the way from New Zealand to challenge the WBO Cruiserweight Champion. And to get the details of who needs to do what, we're going to go to the ring because my champs are right there. WBO Cruiserweight title fight, Lawrence Acoli against David Light. We're going to look into some keys to victory for Lawrence Acoli, the champ. Mainly, he wants to stay tall, keep his distance, and get that leverage on those big shots. He's a big puncher, but if he gets smothered, punching power is going to be not be there. So Coley's usually pretty good at knowing and understanding how to leverage his shots. We're going to go into how he can do that against David Light. So Coley's a tall guy, Light the shorter guy. 
and most of the time, you know, light is not really moving his head much. So you, you can basically just kind of make sure you're measuring him with that lead hand, and then you kind of, which that lead hand is just kind of your gauge. You don't want him to cross inside there because if you got to throw a right hand from anywhere from inside there, it's going to be too, it's going to be, it's going to be too short. And you're not going to be able to leverage it. So use this lead hand to gain that leverage and then blast it up the middle. Once you gain that leverage, once you gain that distance, you can leverage that shot with the right hand. In the event that light does get a little closer, it's preferable that you are allowing him to get closer, not that he's busting through. If you allow him to get closer, it's just because you're setting him up with the uppercut. It's the same thing. So you make light give him a false sense of security where he's usually getting hit with right hands and being measured. And all of a sudden, you, you kind of allow him to get in close. You give him that false sense of security so he comes in with enthusiasm, and then you hit him with that same uppercut to kill that enthusiasm. You do those kind of things, should work on David Light. Okay, so let's talk about David Light, what he needs to do in order to wrestle the WBO Cruiserweight Championship from the champ, Lawrence Acoli. So, Light is a big, strong guy. Not a lot of head movement. Not a lot of in and out. He's going to have to pressure the much longer, taller, and power-punching champion in Lawrence Acoli. But he needs to be smart on his way in. He's not generally a really fast guy, but I would expect him to be have to really explode to cover that distance so he doesn't take too much damage in the way in. Because one thing Acoli can really do is punch with that right hand. If he stays on that middle range and tries to hesitate here, he's going to get hit with those shots all night long. He's going to need to change levels a little bit, bend those knees, step in, and penetrate. Once he's inside here, he needs to let those hands go and look to work his way up that taller body. I think there's going to be an opportunity for David Light also as he's going backward because Akoli sometimes will get a little excited when he has his opponent hurt and he's going into finish. He'll fall over himself a little bit when he opens up for the right hand. I think if, if, if Light's on the way back, he has an opportunity to counter through that, to, uh, to get around that right hand. As Akoli gets overexcited, there's going to be opportunities for, for Light, who's going to be in a strong position with his hands up, to be able to come back with his own right hand. Timing can beat speed. The speed advantage is definitely for Lawrence Akoli, the champion. But if Light has good timing, he might be able to catch Akoli and hurt him. I did my notes. I hope you guys at home took notes. Now it's time for the boys to take a shower because, you know, we, we sit very close. I'll see you guys in a bit. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back. We're going to have Isaac Peach. He is Light's coach, and he's going to give us details about that training camp. You do not want to miss. Let's not forget, we have a date, March 25th, right here. Ocoli against Light. And in the meantime, we got a whole lot of surprises waiting for you starting April 1st. We got top stories. We got news. And all here, right here on ProBox TV. The biggest names, the biggest fights, the biggest stories. This is what boxing fans deserve. ProBox TV News. All boxing, all the time. Every day, all day, news desk and print coverage of a sport like no one else does it. ProBox TV, your boxing channel. The biggest names, the biggest fights, the biggest stories. This is what boxing fans deserve. ProBox TV News. All boxing, all the time. Every day, all day, news desk and print coverage of a sport like no one else does it. ProBox TV, your boxing channel. And March 25th, we have Lawrence Ocoli defending his title against 
David Light, all the way from New Zealand. We have a great guest, all the way from the UK, getting ready for the big night. It's Coach Isaac Peach. You're a week away from a huge day, March 25th. It's a big night. How's that playing for you and obviously for David Light? Uh, things are great with us, man. We've been here for about four days and um, yeah, we're just prepping, getting ready for the fight. How do you see this fight planning? How do you see the fight evolving, especially when the unification is like right around the corner? Um, I see a Coley overlooking us. They're thinking about all that sort of stuff. We've just got our minds set on a Coley and um, we've done everything we can to prepare and we're coming to make a big statement and destroy them. Coach, when you talk about destroying him, what do you see in a Coley style that you guys can take advantage of? I see a Coley's clumsy. I see a Coley hasn't been pushed. Um, I think everyone's kind of just gone through the motions a little bit with him. I think we're going to put him into into a position where he hasn't been before. I, we're going to make it bloody uncomfortable for him. Um, when you saw this matchup, what were, you, what were your first thoughts as far as, you know, David does this or, or that? Uh, well that may play well into what Okoli does? Look, uh, David's extremely tough. David's extremely fit and strong and um, a very determined sort of a guy. And um, I think the pressure David brings, I think you guys saw that in his last fight, um, is something Okoli's never had to experience before. Thank you very much, Coach Peach. And we continue with this fight on March 25th, all the way from Manchester Arena. And just because we need to have both sides, we are in great company. From the UK, we have the WBO Cruiserweight World Champion, Lawrence O'Coley. Lawrence, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. It's great to have you because we've been waiting for 12 months. How does it feel to be back? Yeah, uh, it feels good to be in the fight process. Obviously, I only know what it's like back in the ring uh, on Saturday, but right now it feels good, yeah. Well, we had a chance to talk to Coach Peach, and he used the word uh, destroy. It's time to destroy Okoli. What do you have to say? You know, I've seen a bunch of people with David Light's ability, um, his punch selection and decision-making. You know, he's got very, like, good fundamentals and stuff like that. Um, and I haven't really seen him destroy anyone except maybe <laughs> the guy he boxed in Miami. Um, so I don't anticipate him being able to do it to someone of my level. Um, and it's all good to do this. There's only one of us that's really got the ability to go in and absolutely destroy the other one, and that's me. But, you know, in terms of actually having a boxing match and, you know, exchanges, yeah, it's going to be, you know, fun and competitive in that sense until, you know, we start to see the, <laughs> the truth show itself. After this fight, I know I'm going to push you a little further. Who would you like to... Um get into a fight with and unify the belts with? Obviously, the most important thing is winning on Saturday. Otherwise, you know, there is no unification for me. Uh, and then David Light gets to run off into the sunset. So ultimately, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do my job, which I've done 18 times before, and I'll make sure to do it a 19th time. And then if the champions are really up for unification, then we'll, we'll have some fun together. But as of right now, it's just go in there, show David Light, show Peach that, you know, talk is all fun and it's nice to build up your fight. Oh, yo, look at it. This is you and Lawrence isn't that good. And, you know, you have to build up confidence another way. But unfortunately, a reality is going to come. You know, I've seen his fights. He's a capable, fit guy. Um, you know, but he, he, he has certain rivers and stuff that I think is, is just going to fall right to my hand, you know. And I'm going to go out and show him from round one that I dictate. Like, if, if he feels comfortable coming forwards, 
is because I have allowed that possibility to come. So every decision that's going to be made in that ring is going to be completely but Even if he thinks, now, he's wrong. It's, I, I am making him go now. But, um, that, you know what, talk is cheap. And on the weekend, we're going we're gonna to see. Thank you, Lawrence. March 25th, live all the way from Manchester Arena. And, of course, I need to put my guys against the ropes because I know I can. So I'm going to start with you, Chris. How do you see this fight? I need your prediction. Yeah, so um, you know this is this is, I think, a big step up for for both men. But I think stylistically, in terms of their body types and how they match up, you know, I I like I like Akoli using his length and his power um, to get the victory. If there's a way for for David Light to to be victorious that night on Saturday, it's exactly what Coach Beach said. He's gotta he's gotta get in close. He's gotta bang him out into the body. He's gotta stay on him and put pressure on Akoli. The thing about Akoli is he's so long and strong, getting on the inside is what's difficult. So really, it's a battle of real estate. If, if Akoli keeps on the outside, I, I favor him. But if, if Light can get on the inside and, and use his physical strength, I would favor Light. You go into the fight, you know, it's in England. Akoli's from England. You know, he's the defending champion. You go in there, obviously, with an eye towards favoring Akoli. And then you start to think, okay, how can this fight develop into a, a better fight? And, and one of those things, you know, Chris was just saying, you know, you, 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 you kind of want to get on the inside and back up a Coley. Um, I think the thing with a lot of punchers is they're, they're not used to being backed up. And a lot of times they wind up getting a little bit uh, discombobulated when they're backing up. Now, again, easier said than done because, like Chris said, a Coley's long. But also you need to have the foot speed to close that gap. You have the foot speed to close that gap, close that gap in a way where you're going to evade the danger on the way in. Because one thing about a Coley and it, it's something that punchers are always dangerous. And a Coley's a puncher. But also, he's a bit of an awkward puncher. Not, mm -hmm. I, I used to hate guys like that because mm -hmm. you can time a, a regular puncher like when who's got a normal style. You can kind of time him and make him pay a little bit. When it's an awkward puncher, awkward fighters are hard to time in general. So you, you're kind of at the mercy of, okay, you kind of got to throw the timing stuff out the window and you just got to make your get your way in there. So I, I, if Light is going to win this fight, he's got to get on the inside um, like we, we've been talking about. And, and I don't think... The ability to time a Coley is going to come into play very much. If he's going to if he's going to sit there trying to time a Coley, he's going to wind up getting caught with something. So I think uh, getting on the inside, I'm not going to say rush it because I don't I don't know that Light has that kind of foot speed. But mm -hmm. he's got to get on the inside. He's got to stay on the inside. Against Brandon Glanton here on Pro Box, we saw that fight on the inside the whole time. But it was mostly Brandon Glanton bringing the fight on the inside to to Light. I think Light can be crafty, but he's got to keep it close and. It's, it's, and he's got to not take too much damage getting yeah. inside. Two yeah. things. Because you said that foot speed isn't there, so he's not going to have that explosiveness to really just yeah. bridge that gap. He, he's going to have to wave, you know, wave through some of that, that power from Macaulay yeah. and not take too much damage on the way in. So let's not forget, March 25th, we have a date right here on Pro Box TV, Ocoli against Light. We have all that and a lot more because sometimes we have great stories that are not enough. 60 seconds is not enough. So that's why we're inviting you to join us because we're going to give you all the details and the best stories right here in boxing in top stories here on ProBox TV. For now, we bid you all good night. And on behalf of my crew and my friends here, till next time.